Best, best eleven with Stephen Riley. What's the crap like? Hi guys, welcome to another edition of the Wine and Shuffle podcast, Best Eleven, with me, Stephen Riley. Um, but my club legend on today. Um, he's a former player, which pains me to say, but um, yep, just left the club recently. Cal Tramarco, how you doing? I'm not too bad. Cheers. Good man. So, Carlo. You- you know, it's sort of just to the best 11, so basically for the guys listening, if you've never heard Mark Ridgers' one, is Carlo can pick himself, um, he'll tell me his formation, and he's allowed to pick some subs in case he's pissed a few boys off. He's also he's also got a manager, so we'll, we'll see when he, when he picks when he gets to that. So, Carlo, what formation are we going with today? 4-4-2. Standard, mate, I like it. So, who's your goalkeeper? The goalkeeper is Joe Hart. Joe Hart? Joe Hart, he come on loan... He came on loan from City when I was at Tramia. Um, and honestly, well, his career he's had explained to himself, but when he first came to Tramia, he was a young kid. Um, was that before Shrewsbury then? Or was that was it Shrewsbury? Well, when he was at Shrewsbury, City signed him from Shrewsbury, didn't he? So when he signed for City, he went straight on loan. Right, okay. okay. I think, well, he came to Tramia anyway. I think he was with us for about six months, Brian Little brought him in. And... Um, Remember our goalkeeper at the time, John Akterberg. He's a he's goalkeeper coach at Liverpool now. Um, he was kind of he was kind of on his way out. Like Diggler's like he couldn't his hips were gone, couldn't kick a ball. Mm-hmm. But like he, he he still thought he could do everything that the younger kids could do. He couldn't. So we brought Joe Hart in, and honest to God, from the first training session, just watching him, like he couldn't score. Mm-hmm. Shooting the drills. Obviously, the manager wants to see what he was like, so we've done a fair bit of shooting and all that. He's a big just, keeper. He looks quite small, though. Is he big? No, no, he's big, like. No, he's big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he ain't filled out as much as he is now or went through his career, but he was tall. Um, and, and, and the main thing is distribution, mm-hmm. which is coming to criticism. Yeah, Pep, remember? Because Pep, Pep got rid of him because he couldn't play off on the back in that. He wanted the Bravo pick, but didn't he? Thrown out. Yeah, but at the time, when, when obviously playing in League One, he, um, he was brilliant at it. And like, he, he, he couldn't score. He actually done that well for us. Um, as he played for Tramia City, give him a new deal. As he was on loan, which is quite strange, you know what I mean? Normally, normally he, uh, I don't know, well, he had like another couple of years left, but the, the City tied him down for another like two on top of that. And that was off the backbone about how good he was doing for Tramia. Um, good guy, great guy. I don't keep in contact with him anymore, like, but um, he, he, was, he was a nice fella, considering he was at a big club and stuff and got a big move in that. That's a solid first start, Carlo. Right, so... Who's your, who's your right back? Right back is Ryan Taylor, another Tramia player. Oh, he had a decent decent career with Newcastle. And he regularly moved. He left Tramia Taylor's and went to, I think he moved to Wigan. And then his move from Wigan was to Newcastle. Mm. Decent, decent. Uh, I've never seen anyone at Diags from right back to left wing like this guy, honestly. Yeah. We, we got beaten in the playoff final. I'm sorry, in the playoff semis against Harleypool. Um, and he scored, I think he scored two free kicks on the telly. And that's probably what nicked him his move to Wigan. Um, I think it was Wigan. Yeah, I think yeah, it was Wigan. Um, but honestly, all he used to do, our, our training sessions were basically, we do shape and that. Pass, pass, pass. Ryan would get the ball. Your left winger would go touch line and it would just be boom. Nice. Tricky winger, take the fullback on cross, goal. Like, it was basic 
simple. Like no no fancy football, but like when you've got someone who can hit diags for like 80, 90 yards, pinpoints, he was always he was always getting a move and his, his engine was a joke. He'd run up and down 90 minutes. This was like 15 years ago before like fitness was a big part of the game. Maybe just mm. coming into it, but he could run all day, all day long. Mm. And like I said, he's, in, you know, he's, he's done well for himself and, and he's into, into a few good out of the game. Left back now. You picking yourself or are we? Ah, I'm picking myself. Okay, who we got? I've picked Gaz Roberts, Welsh international. Not and you you get me, Carl, with this boy. Who's he? Yeah, he, um, he, he played at, No, he was at Tramia as well. Yeah. Um, he he got a move to Derby. See, so I was like, I was his number two. Okay. And he was never injured. Coming up, I played a few games in the first team, and I, Brian Lit was on my case saying, "Listen, oh, he needs to get injured. He's playing well. He's a standard eight out of ten every week. He's got to buy your time." In the end, he played left back. I played left wing, and it was a decent little combo we had. Like he'd overlap, I'd sit back, left back, and you know, obviously I was a left back, so it was quite, quite good. Mm. But he just never got injured. The only time I'd play is when he went away with Wales, because we only had one international, which was him. Mm. So we couldn't have the game didn't get called off. So I always knew, right? Well, I'm gonna get, a, I get at least four games a season because he'll be away with Wales. Um, stick one on I, him, just to give him a niggle, get, not stick one on him in training. Oh, he could tackle just as hard as me. Jeez, <laughs> probably where I learnt it. To be fair. Okay. Um, no, he was he, he was he was consistent, like steady, good seven eight out of ten every week. Didn't chip in with too many goals, but yeah, he, he was he was quick and he was good good solid defender. Not many wingers got by him that um, So I, I knew I knew kind of knew what I had to do to get in the team, and it was made me raise my bar a little bit. Um, he ended up getting a move to Derby, and I took the left back slot. Um, luckily enough for me. Right, mate. So two fullbacks. Who's your first centre half? First and half is the legend of Gary Warren. Ah, big Warren. Oh, I thought he'd be going in. Nah, he's, he, he's the first. Um, even when I first when I first signed him, this was a proper old school centre half. Ah, and I liked it when I first, when I signed for him. I was a, I think I was an old school fullback, and obviously John Hughes kind of changed me into like a more modern day one with up and down. But he, guys, just didn't change. He was just. He was what he was, and, and do, 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 I've, not, I've not played with any any better. I played with similar players, but his main attribute for me was just his leadership skills. Like he, honestly, I've said it in press, and when I got the captain's armband, I like, I just pick off what Gaz done. Mm-hmm. To be fair, honestly, he was he was he was a leader leader of men, and, and, and he'd get you going before games and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're in my team. You're like playing next to you because you know he'd um, he'd run to be a for you. I think. He's one of these players, Carlo. I think I remember we we met him uh, at Gateshead game because he's messages from Gateshead. Mm-hmm. I think before he came to Inverness, he was going to go to Gateshead uh, or Inverness, and he's one of these players that probably he probably progressed later in life though. Because I know I know he was an intelligent boy. He played for England C, didn't he, or the university team? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we went Great Britain once a chance with Great Britain, I think. That's it. Aye, but mm-hmm. I some I mean, another boy. I think left me by a year too soon. I, th- I think we'd like to keep him, um, but yeah, for Exeter still. Stop mm-hmm. there, so well. Yeah, so yeah, so he, he was yeah, he was always getting silenced in. Next to him I've got a fellow called Ian Sharps. Tommy um, boy went to Shrewsbury. Um totally different from Gaz in a way. He was he was more of a like he was a footballer. Not that Gaz couldn't play football obviously, but he was a he'd step out of the back. Right. But like your Ferdinand type, you know what I mean? Breaking out of the back forward yeah. and I'm not trying to put slot passes and that but he was he was he was especially good to me when um, when I just started 
playing through to Tammy when I was like 17. And he, he made me, I roomed with him for a, for a few games and stuff. And he kind of took me under his wing when I made my debut and stuff. And someone I looked up to. Um, and like I said, he's he a very good footballer. And another one, he, he was he was the master of a last-ditch tackle. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so like, and he wasn't the quickest, but um, his, kind of his brain, he knew where he, he could read the game well, he knew where he needed to be, and he had big, long levers to, you know, to, 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 to get to win good tackles. So, so Sharpsy, yeah, Sharpsy goes in I mean, Gary, we complement each other down the centre-half, would they? It would be good, good pass. Oh, sorry, yeah. Well, guys are going there, Devlin, and then right. Sharpsy just, just sweep up behind them. Yeah. Beating the game, yeah. Brilliant. Right, so we'll go we'll go, go for your two. If you, so four across the midfield, Carlo, yeah? Yes. So we'll go your two centre mids first then. So who's your, who's your six? Big Drapes. <laughs> Big Drapes. Ah, legend. The reason is, I think I think every team needs a Draper. Is he Firefighter. He's, he's, he's a bit of a throwback midfielder because mm-hmm. you look at midfielders now, they're, they're small, they're, they're technical. Good in the ball. Drapes was really good. I mean, when Drapes would run with the ball for Cali, he'd never lose the ball. I mean, those big bandy legs would be going everywhere, but he'd never <laughs> lose the ball. Um, but what, what a midfielder for us. Great. I think you, you, you don't realise how, how good he was when he weren't playing, until he weren't playing. I mean, like, you, 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 especially as a back four, you've got Drapes putting on fires constantly. You just All he'd do, he just sweep along the whole back four, sniff out the danger, get the ball, pass the ball, job done. That's, that's that, for me, that's one of the main things I'd want in my team if I was a manager like, I'd need I'd need there's someone like Drapes um, <clears throat> see but, but like what we've got now well we <laughs> in Vanessa have got with Carson do you know what I mean like he, yeah. he he's a firefighter he, put, you know, he puts out the fires and he gets the ball and gives us the ball players you can, you can, you can make them bags you know what I mean or whatever mm-hmm. but um, I think John Hughes tried to play him in the 10 role for a little bit and it kind of didn't work and if I, I felt towards the end of games I remember we yeah. in a game where we were chasing maybe maybe, maybe a draw we were chasing a win they stick him up front I remember I think Hamilton away one time he either got a penalty or he, he scored I can't remember but he could buy a penalty I don't know he could be a bit easy for a big guy didn't he but I, I liked him at the number 10 but he was a good option you never start him as number 10 but nah. I, think John, I think Yogi tried Yogi did try that right, um, right. and like in playing as back to goal, it was never going to happen. Nah. Just, you know what I mean? But you know, like you said before, once he was running at the back four, mm-hmm. you couldn't stop him. No, he was too big and too strong, and he push it away and stuff. And but um, for me, it's his best position, no doubt, sitting in front of that back four. And who? I think I know the answer, but who sits next to Drapes in the midfield? I don't think you do. Oh, oh, I know we change it. I've gone Shimmy. Right. Okay. Graham. Right, okay, right, okay. Graham Sheeney. We'll, we'll clarify it, Graham Sheeney, not Andy Sheeney, okay? Yeah, same. Is a midfielder? As a centre mid, yeah. As a, he's not a left-back anymore. No, I, mean, I think he's a better midfielder than he was a left-back, and I think yeah, um, before, mate, when he, when he left, you, um, you slipped into a left-back, and we never missed him as a left-back, but he's progressed as a midfielder now. And a better yeah, player. I just think, like, there was games where I'm talking centre-mid, he... he, he he dragged, he dragged us through just with his energy and his determination and his grit. You know, we, we look at look at the the, the, the goal at Park in Hamden, the seven final in Celtic. Just mm. that's just grit and determination. Give him go, drive him. That's what he had an abundance. He had an abundance, and it's. I think it's something that we all look to to to, to follow. And like you know, he was captain, and we, we he did definitely leave from the front. And I was quite surprised how how much he took to sentiment. 
He's a strong uh, captain, Carlo. He said captain. He's a strong captain. I mean, I just seen him as. I don't no, know, okay. he's a quiet I, local guy. Shimbong led on the pitch. Right, okay. He, he led on the pitch. Like, guys, you know, guys led both ways. Guys led in the, in the dressing room and on the pitch. You know, obviously, winning his headers and his, his blocks and his tackles and dra- dragging people up and stuff. And Shane drove us on, running with the ball, you know, scoring goals. He, he led without we played. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they. Well, did they complement each other? Because that was the two centre mids at the time. You know what I mean? Well, whether yeah. formation played it, it was three sitting front of the back four. It was, it was. I mean, Shinny was in front of more mm-hmm. Shinny and Tans or whoever it was, or Shinny and Vag. So, yeah. so yeah, so so yeah, I have to get him in there somewhere. To be fair, to me, I think a solid midfield, Carlo. Um, right, go. Who's who's right wing? Right wing for Matthew Hampshire. When it means um, that he used to play for Sheffield Wednesday. Okay. Um, one of the best crosses, crosses of the ball I've ever seen. Honestly, he put on a sixpence. Uh-huh. Um, play, he was, he was probably coming to the end of his career when I played with him, but like, you, you, you might lose your legs and stuff, but you don't lose your quality. Okay. Um, I played a few training games against him, and you think you're tight to someone, but he just wear half a yard and get a cross in. Pinpoint, and I'm talking, most balls he put in are on the money, and I'm thinking, like, I can't stop your crosses. I just don't know what else to do. If you go too tight... He gets half a yard behind you and he'll just with a first time. Um, ultimate professional. Mm-hmm. Loved the night out as well, to be fair, both sides. So he worked hard and he played hard, which is <laughs> great. But, um, yeah. It's, it's rare that, Carlo, you get wingers, right? I mean, even, even, even at ICT, it's very rare you see a boy now. Even, even in Scottish football, James Forrest is that will take a man in outside and get a ball in yeah. first time. And see what you see a lack of crosses, you see teams that are very narrow. It's a throwback. Mm-hmm. You don't see boys playing like that anymore, right? So it's... Oh, I've seen, like, in his heyday, mate, don't get me wrong, he, he, he could run a player. He could. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos of him when he was at Chef Wednesday and that, you know, he was dribbling players and he was fast and silky. Just towards Mathisfield, he was probably coming towards the end of his career and he just, he always had that cross in his locker. I mean, maybe yeah. he couldn't run as fast as he was anymore, but half a yard, he, he put it on the money, honestly. Yeah. And then who's who's on the left-hand side of that midfield for? Uh, I've got Ian Hume. Ian Hume. You're a Canadian boy. Yeah, Canadian boy. He played on the left a lot, yeah. cutting, in on, cutting in on his right foot, scored a few worldies, cutting in on his right foot. But, um, he's a Trambier legend, isn't he? He is, he is. Yeah, he is a bit of a legend. He, he loved him, to be fair, because his work rate was second to none. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I first turned, first turned pro, first turned, he was just leaving. He was just letting on. He played a handful of games with him. Um, and he stood out a mile. And I, I, he was... How old was Humi? When I saw I was 17, he might have been 19. Okay. 19 he was, yeah. So so I'd just break into the first team and he was established in the first team looking on making a decent move, which he, which he got to Leicester. I think his first move was Leicester, if I remember rightly. Yeah, right, yeah. um, but he'd come from the youth team that I was in. So so straight away I'm like, right, well, okay, I wanna I wanna do what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. I wanna establish myself in this first team and I wanna make a move. Just to, so so obviously we played different positions, but I can base I tried to do what he done, work rate, doing the right things, extra training after training. Do, no, I basically kind of tried to copy what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Seen him in the gym. Oh, he, if he can be in the gym at 19 and I'm 17, why can't I do it and stuff like that? But um, he'd do something during games where no, no one else we could do it. So I mean, do, he, he, what, what type of player is he? He's like a flair player. Okay. Like a Ryan Christie, do you know what I mean? He, like, huh. he, he, he plucks it on out of the air like that. And mm-hmm. then... And that's what he had. You always knew you were in the game. 
Again, we won't know. He's over one Hume or Dusan. Billy Good shout, good shout. Um, one of the best finishes I've ever seen, yeah, played good. One of the best finishes I've played with, no doubt. You, you knew quite well. And this is from playing games against them, like in training. You know, if you give them half the yard, you think straight away, you think, fuck, goal. Mm-hmm. And they punish you. So, like, it was great. Every time we, we had five asides or six asides, I didn't want to be on I didn't want to be on his team. I wanted to play against them because I know, like, if I can keep tight to you and, and, and stop you from scoring goals, you know, because you're probably one of the best players in the league at the time when we were in the Prem and that. He's really good back to goal, Carlo, wasn't he? For a small guy, he, I mean, he Yeah, oh, he holds it really well. He holds it well. I mean, the other side I've got with him, they're pretty similar. Yeah, okay. The way he played with Stephenson on, there was none of this, like, like I'm hearing strikers now getting told to stay central. But, like, you look at the best sides in the world, Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. He's, in, he's running channels. He's running channels and, and, and he's picking up balls deep. You know, he's not being told to basically stand still and, and receive the ball. And that's what Billy, Billy played the single striker on his own. Did a lot of so well, so well. Um, and I think if he, if if Billy's honest, I don't think um, he'd rather not have a two up top. He, he, he wanted, he'd want to so often. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you knew, like there's a couple of goals at Hearts a few years ago. We won two nil. Mm-hmm. Finishes is just a joke. You just think. And it's, it was nice to see last season and find his mojo again and, and start banging him in. Unfortunately for them, Carlo, yeah. Unfortunately for them, yeah, they got, yeah. obviously, but, um, you know, hopefully no, he's again this season. No, a great, a great striker. Um, great choice. So, who, play, who partners Mikai up front? Um, Chris Greenacre. No, um, yeah. Is that Tranmere again? Tranmere, yeah. yeah. Uh, if I'm being honest, I don't know whether maybe, maybe you should have changed it and put someone different because they're exactly the same. Right, okay. He's finishing, his work rates from the channels. Not as a natural finisher as Billy. Uh, to be fair to Green, he, he probably needed three chances to stick one away. Like yeah. yeah. But um yeah, he's, he's again like top professional. Mm. It's back to goal for a small fella. Brilliant. You know, we could all big seven and a half soft link up play, brilliant, running channels. And like I said, more often than not. When he got a chance, he did stick it away, but um, not as natural finishes as Billy. But I think he, he, I think if I put Billy in, I had to put Chrissy in as well. To be fair, right? And then you now here the ones you, people you pissed off, or I don't know, maybe get a second reprieve and brought them in. So, <laughs> many subs have we got, Carlo? Five, five, right? And maybe is it goalkeeper, defender, midfielders, or is it um? Nah, no keepers. Ah, okay. We don't, you don't need two keepers anyway. That's fine. So, who's first sub? I call Paul Morgan, Macclesfield. Okay. Um, similar mould to, to Gaz Warren. Um, <clears throat> we had tough times at Macclesfield. Um, Morgan's best, his best pal died, the, the manager died, and, and they brought us all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it kind of, we were in a relegation fight when that happened, when all this happened, and it kind of, he's the one who drove us, drove us on. And um, for that alone, 
he'd always yeah he'd always get a slot in the eleven like just for that long. But like I said, he was similar to Gaz. He'd wear his hat on his sleeve and he was last ditch defender. You know, he'd tackle the wall if he needed to and stuff. And technically, he wasn't the best, but defender one v ones brilliant. I think I think a lot of clubs in that Carlo. They need um, probably. Maybe ICT we've had it as well, mate. Don't need any names, but maybe people that weren't the most gifted didn't play a lot of games, but were essential in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think every club needs that. You know, you don't, you don't, you do the business in the park, but you spend a lot of time off the park together. Monday to Friday in the training pitch, and you need somebody that's, you know, brings everything. I think so. I think so. You need, you need loud voices. You need people to, you know, serious voices. Obviously, you know, in the changing rooms and stuff, you'd have a laugh and a joke and all that. But you need them couple of guys to go, my right, lads. It's time to, you know, switch on now. Aye, no, definitely. And enough, enough joking aside. We all yeah. love a joke and laugh and joke, you know what I mean? Aye. Who's uh, second to the bench for Morgan? Vags. Vags, okay. So Vags made, made into marks. Uh, Richard, Richard. Yeah, no, I've seen that. So you've demoted him to the bench. So Vigers is a, we've got a love-hate relationship with Vigers, as you know, mate. Um, play for both County and Cali. Um mm-hmm. Undoubtable talent, loves a moan. We can hear him from the stands, mate. So, uh, what's, you like, what's you like to play with? Pain in the ass. <laughs> Pain in the ass. Moaning, fuck, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but he takes it. Mm-hmm. He takes it as well. That's the, that's the difference. I don't mind people who moan. But you know, when I have a moan at them, they've got to take it. Because it's just, the, minute, the minute they don't take it, I'm like, right, well, you shut your face then. Mm-hmm. You can't dish out and not take it. True. But yeah. it, like, I took it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gives you it back as you're giving it to him, but you know it's registered. You know it's sucked. But um, his quality with the ball at his feet, unbelievable. I see a wonderful yeah, left He sees passes no one sees. I was watching him in the, in the last season in the Premier, and I'm saying, the fuck you seeing that pass? Yeah. You know what I mean? How are you, like, how are you seeing that? And you know, he'll be the first to admit he's not the quickest. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, with the ball at his feet, you don't need to be quick. Probably someone like Billy Mackay buzz, buzzes off him playing for County because yeah. you know if he if, if they're on the same wavelength and Billy makes the right run and Barry's got time on the ball he'll pick him out. But like Tans, I've got Tans sitting next to him to be fair, but um, similar in a way. Tans is right, thought it was a joke, but like I said, yeah. technically bags. Yes, he, he's one yeah. of the best. He, he could argue he should be in the team, maybe instead of Shinny, but no, I need I need a bit of legs in the midfield. Okay, so right, so you Vigers, you said Tansy's your third sub in the bench, the the quarterback as uh, John Hughes called him. Yeah, the, the quarterback set me up for a few goals. To be fair to him, um, yeah, that's what I just said about like Billy and and, and Vigers. I knew as soon as Tans got the ball, I'm head down running past the right back because I know he's going to drop it over the right back said. Was it not a goal against Partick? That's how you scored at Firhill. It was a prem season, I'm yeah. sure. Um, the last game of the season it was. I'm sure, it was, was it Tan, I'm sure it was Tanzer Weiger stuck you through and you were you, you galloped up the left-hand side and then scored at the, the mm-hmm. end. There was no fans, I remember that. But yeah, four, that was your four, best scoring season that season, wasn't it? Well, that was that was your record scoring season that last season in the Prem, wasn't it? No, no. The record when we got relegated. Was that? I thought, I thought it was the four-year record, you know? No. No, I, um, I can't remember how many scored that season, maybe four or five. But yeah, the season went down, I got nine, I think. Not bad for a fullback, mate. Not bad at all. Well, hmm. Top score was Fisher with ten. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> you know I mean? That's why he went down. <laughs> <laughs> Feed the fish and he'll score. <laughs> I hear 
a, he had a good run towards the end of the season, didn't he? That's why he... Yeah, well, that's, that's how he missed his moves. And what he scored? He scored two games. Because that game, I don't mean me. Uh-huh. That's right. Um, I don't mean me in the first half. Um, of course. And he scored, he scored two goals that, that, that game. And then, right. yeah, I think after the split, he scored against him again. If you remember, remember right. So, and, you know, lo and behold, Motherwell come and snapped him up. But um, but Tans, yeah, Tans dictated the play, the tempo, of the game controlled controlled most games. You know, he'd know when we need to go past the ball quick. He knew when we need to pass it slow. Um, and like I said, he could, he could, he could yeah, if he had the spray can out, he'd pick players out for fun. I yeah. think for me, it's a fan, Carlo. I think he's the best passer of a a ball we've had. I mean, he's I mean some of these sixty, seventy yard passes he's bringing at you to, to the other side was it's a joy yeah. to watch, mate. Tony, when you got someone like that on your team, and I probably haven't, to be fair, with Drapes and Shinny, because they weren't known for that. Um, but yeah, your has got the ball, you knew it kills teams because you're wide, yeah. and teams like to defend narrow. Mm-hmm. So if you're given as a fullback to pay in the ass, when I've got to cover my centre half, and I know the wingers are wide, 20 yards away, and it's a boom, boom, by the time I get to my winger, he's already run at me yeah. five yards, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's so yeah, so he's at. Um, it's another eye went. It was a tough choice. It was a tough choice. <laughs> well, the last two minutes. Who's your second last sub? Um, Ryan Christie. Okay, okay. It's a cool choice sticking on the bench, but yes, uh, only because his career, though. Obviously, you didn't get. Him that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously progressed to be, but I haven't played him since when he's been in his best. I played him when he started, but but I could see the reason he's in is because you could. Well, everyone could see. Durability. Yeah. training when he was coming 100%. through. Yeah. 100%. yeah, even like when I was when I was twenty six or what was it twenty seven, twenty eight, to be prime and that. I'm thinking you're skipping past plays for fun here, and you're only 17, 18 years of age. I'm thinking people in the prime are doing it now, mm-hmm. and like you know, he he'd, he'd score goals and uh, all. Celtic have done what they needed to do with him was was build him up as strength as muscle wise because he gets so it's a bit like Roddy McGregor now. He needs to he needs to bulk up. He needs to pull up because he's Roddy. Roddy played a few times was during the season, didn't he? And he get the ball to him awful lot, awful lot. And he yeah. just needs to get into his game where he can actually hold someone off. And then but yeah, you could you could see Nobby. He was he was all, he was never going to be down for long. Uh-huh. Never going to be down for long. Yeah, and you can say in the games scored an absolute world against Aberdeen. And then last in the bench, who's making up your your, your bench? Aaron Dorham. Very underrated, eh? Oh, 100%. He's probably the most underrated player at Cali. Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, when I first signed, he had a big fucking banner, didn't he? Oh, <laughs> and I, just, I was yeah. like, oh, you come from Blackburn. What did we call him again? What was his name? Oh, Frodo from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was Rings, yeah. He was Frodo. That's right. Uh, Frodo Baggins, yeah. Um, if, you, if you look back at the seasons... Even with even with his injury, that's probably why he's in because he's bounced back. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of him with what he's done. Like two knee constructions, knee, whole new knees. It's like you shouldn't you shouldn't be you shouldn't be being top scorer and shit like that for the for for, for him and S. Mm-hmm. But when I first signed on his day, he was he was a joke. I mean, I he loves playing on the left. I I think he'd he take you down the line. He probably lost a wee bit, and this is from this is from outside looking. He probably lost a wee bit since the, the second injury, no? But yeah, yeah, it's hundred percent. He has. He knows that. He knows that. He, he's too fair. He's adapted his game. He knows when he can if he can't take on a fullback anymore. 
But he'll come in with, with again, what John Hughes done, kind of adapted his game, was to float inside. And now, if you watch the game, all he does now, he's inside, yeah. comes, comes out to win. As soon as he picks up the ball up there, again, he's only he'll pick passes out, he'll slip, pull the Marley's goal in the cup final. Yeah. Fast that is. Exactly. I mean, that's Adam Don in a nutshell. And he's got that, he's got that world in his locker as well, which always helps. Some of the goals he scored. Won a county. Oh, he loved the goal against County, didn't he? So. You know what I mean? So, like, like again, he's someone who you'd always want to keep on the pitch because you know he'll do something for us. He'll, even if he's playing shit, he's, he's got it. He's got something mm. that no one else has got on the pitch. You need, he might be something that just makes things happen. I think um, for fans, Carl, we always looked as if he was carrying a wee bit of timber. You know, he looked a wee bit... Well, like, yeah, no, I can see why, but he's not. He's, he's solid. But he's slimmed down now, though. I think he, no, but if, if you see him with his top off, he's actually solid. It's not as if he's got loads of body fats. He's, he's solid. Just he's just, just the, way he's, yeah, the way he's built. He's mm-hmm. not gonna. He's not gonna look like like Marley. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's not gonna be like ripped like that. But he's he's a he's an absolute tank as. That's why, that's why he probably looks like he's bigger than what he is. Well, I'm on a man of my stature, Carlo. You know, you can uh, you can share my t-shirts anyway. I'm a fat bastard, so we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll move on to your manager, mate. Who's who's the boy leading this uh, Dream Eleven? Uh, Yogi. <laughs> I thought that. Um, probably not as many ballers in, his, in this team that he'd like, but I'm sure he'd, he'd change them. He'd change them into ballers. Um, but yeah, I can't speak highly enough of him. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the thing about Yogi, right? And we, we spoke about it in the pod with you and uh, Tanzaro and stuff. Is you may have seen videos as, of John Hughes as a player. The guy was a no nonsense centre half. <laughs> I mean, ugly footballer. I mean, played at the. Played it, played it the right way, but the hard way. But to see the teams that he set up, the Hibs team, our team, plays football the right way. But you would never think John Hughes would, would adapt to that style of football. No, but. It just goes to show, doesn't it? Like playing players are different and managers. You know, like we've seen the best players in the world be the worst managers. Mm-hmm. So it means it means nothing. Mm-hmm. It just you know what I mean. It just you probably get judged how you manage. And obviously, he's had his ups and downs as a manager. But for me. Luckily enough, one of his best times as a manager was, was when he managed in the Ness and mm-hmm. the things he done to change the way he changed certain players, how they play. Like as I've said before to yourself, like he changed Mali. Mali was now on a wing and you know, he still has that in his lock, but now he can come inside and that's if you as a fullback, if he played by wing, I don't know whether he's coming inside or he's fast on the team on the outside. Mm-hmm. I made it. Same with Az, he told Az, he told Az to come inside on and cover the strikers and stuff and yeah, so He's, he's, he's the man to take this team forward. Yeah, I've, never, I've, never, I've never heard a player, especially from Inverness days, that have said a bad word about John. And not, not, nah. not well, I don't think they can. I mean, his management could have been better with the way if you got left out of the team, you maybe didn't find out till half one when you got to the ground. Yeah. Stuff, little things like that, but like tactically, on the pitch, during the week leading up to the games, like everything was spot on. I, don't, I can't see. The only people who probably got negative things to say are probably the ones who Got left, left by the wayside you know what I mean you were either riding with him or you got oh. left behind and the ones you got left behind probably the ones you've maybe got negative stuff to say about him but he did like, he had the fours like us all like I said his man management was poor like the times where I played the week before and we won and then I turn up at the stadium and we shared over the other side I'm so I'm like the fuck no, no. and I'd be knocking on his door on Monday. If, you, if you never speak <laughs> ask him how many times I knocked on his door on a Monday morning just because I needed to get it out uh, I think he'd respect that as a player because he'd probably see he would do the same he did I've seen him do interviews like he, I remember him saying like oh, Carlo was a pain in the ass because he was fucking you know <laughs> he was on the case every day as soon as we lose it like, when I'm getting a chance but 
thought, if I'm a manager and I've got someone doing that all the time, I'm like, you're keen as fuck to play. Mm-hmm. Once you do play, you've got to back it up. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, you've got certain boys who are happy to sit on the bench and pick up their money every week and they're not, they're not for me. Like, they're not for me. It's a shame that he's not in football. I don't know how he's not been picked up. I know he died in a situation. But hopefully hopefully it's, not, it's not too long. But yeah, I am. Like I said, he's, he's, his football and brain's got it. It's a waste. It's a waste. Oh, right. right, so we'll go through this first 11. So, a few names I'm, I'm unaware of, so some of the guys listening might know them. So, obviously, solid keeper, Joe Hart, Ryan Taylor, Gary Roberts, Gary Warren. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. Gary Roberts, left-back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Gaz Warren, Ian Sharp, Ross Draper and Shinny in the middle, Graham. Matthew Hamshaw, is it Hamshaw? I had to type yes, that uh, Ian Hume, Billy McKay and Chris Greenacre with... Paul Morgan, Ian Vigers, Greg Tanzi, Ryan Christie, Aaron Doran, the bench, and Big Yogi leading them. That's, that's not a bad 11. Uh, no caca in there. I think Red just talks. No caca, to be fair. I don't think any boys I'll be speaking to can talk caca. Um, maybe they'll be bullshitting, mate. But, um, no, thanks for that, mate. Um, obviously, just touching, you're a former ICT player, mate. Pains me to say that. Um, just recently left the club, mate. What's your thoughts on it? Without getting into too much detail, you... You got to believe in any any messages to the fans? Um, yeah, well, it's disappointing. That, you know, you don't get the the farewell that the fans deserved, and I deserved as well, to be fair. But um, if I'm being honest, yeah, I don't agree with it. But you know, like I said to you before, I respect it. But the manager's decision—it's not the way. Obviously, I wants me career to finish at Inverness. Highlights of my career is playing for Inverness by a mile. Something that I'll, that I'll cherish forever. Yeah, it's disappointing. It leaves a bit of a sour taste in your mouth the way it's gone, but that's life. It is what it is, and I'm, I'm excited to see what the what the future holds. But I'll be looking. I'll be looking from a, well, not, not from a far because I'll still be up here. I'll be looking closely to see how they go. Ah, you're still staying in the area. Yeah, you made that pretty clear. You're not leaving the Highlands. Like the other half's got a, a good business up there, mate. So you firmly get your roots in the Highlands, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like I said, we're all we're all settled and and, and happy to be the kids kids starting. Well, my lad's starting, seeing the school, and my little girl starting the uh, reception or SAMP one. Your oldest boy, so, yeah. is, he, is, he still, is he still sticking in football, your oldest boy? Yeah, he's, he's, he's under 13s, but can't see when they're going to play again. So, mm-hmm. might be under 14s by the time they go back. <laughs> and you've also, I know it's that stance, so we still get the other foot. Yeah, still got the other foot. Um, group sessions, obviously, have been binned. that to cut them. I do eight block, eight week blocks. We we cut that short after six weeks, obviously with the government's advice. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple of sessions to make up there. Um, but one to one sessions, hopefully, we'll we'll be back up and running next week. Um, again, if if staging, Nicholas staging mm-hmm. gives us the news we all need. So yeah, so keen. To, I'm just I'm keen to get just back to normal life, coaching, yeah. playing, you know, and and seeing what I said, see what the what the future holds. Yeah, man. All right, listen, thanks very much, Carl. I appreciate you coming on, mate. Um, best of luck. You'll get picked up in a second, mate. You're, you've still got a lot of years left in the tank. And you're, you're 34, aren't you? 34, yeah. Right, just to confirm, there's been some reports that he's not. So, yeah, thanks, Carl, mate, and uh, all the best, buddy. No worries. Cheers, Steve. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Yep, yep.